Mm. So what? It will, will it like wait? It hunts other insects, so yep. like ladybugs and caterpies and other yamma. <laughs> other yamma. How big is it though, comparatively? How much of a meal would a scyther be? You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. It's getting a bit stardusty in here. Who let the water dogs out? Let's all catch some turtles. And more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to episode 58 of the GoCast podcast. I'm your host, Chris, and this week I'm joined by Ness. Hello. And Kyle. Hiya. All three of us are here. Ness, we missed you last I week. Know. Welcome back. We'll pick your brain about what, what was going on in Ness world and, you know, get the update on your health in just a second because sure. we was very concerned about your shoulder from two weeks <laughs> ago. Um, but hey, it is August 13th. It's not Friday, so we are in the Good job, y'all. Really dodged that one. Thanks again for joining us on another Tuesday recording. Uh, interesting as it is that this has, despite all all odds, <laughs> has now turned into the day that we record. Everybody tried to tell us it would be the better day. We said, no, we'll only do it if we have to. And uh, we well, have to. Lo and behold, yes, <laughs> it's become <laughs> quite the necessity. So shout out to Tuesdays. Thanks for being our home away from home. And now I guess we live here. Before we get started, I'd like to give a quick shout out to two folks. Tyler increased his pledge Thanks. on Patreon. Wow. Thanks, Tyler. He is also, I believe, one of our PvP commissioners. And I believe, Ooh. I mean, yes, he is because I Magma made that Tyler. rank and I gave it to him because he should have it. Yep. Along with Moo. So shout out to those guys. And then also to Aldo. Thank you so much for joining the Patreon. Saw Thanks, you pop Aldo. up in Discord. Yeah. yeah. Happy to have you. And that's Patreon. Okay, it's time to dig into the week's nest. Uh, normally, you know, I have somebody else go first, like Kyle. But okay. I really want to know what the past two weeks had to do for you. Um, well, last week I had the flu. Yeah. Like, really bad. I've had, like, a really rough year, I feel like. Yeah, so I had a really bad cold last week. I was bedridden for, like, two or three days. I'm still getting over it. There was a day where I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm 90% NyQuil right now. Just kind of getting through it. But I'm leaving the country on Friday, this Friday. So I'm feeling better, and I'm hoping by the time I'm in the air, everything is okay. Shoulder still really hurts. That's not going to get better for a while. But, you know, it's it's okay. We're surviving here in in Ness World. Good. Yeah. So how's the Pokemon been? Yeah, that's been pretty okay, too, actually. (laughs) I hit level 40. You sure did. I did. Like the day you guys posted the show last week that I missed. (laughs) I hit level 40. So I'm now officially in the 40 club and you guys can't hold anything over my head anymore. I'm sure you'll find a way. Um, wow. I'll have to get creative, but I, I think I could think of something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anything else you want to share from these past two weeks? I'm sure we'll get there. You didn't get a chance to, to participate in Ralt's Day, did you? I did not, no. Right. Okay. That's the only thing. I can't think of anything else that happened the past couple of weeks. I did some Rayquaza raids. I got some Team Rocket stops. Okay. I mean, well, how about this? Your goals were just more friends in level 40. Yeah, I got those things. Yes, good job. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Yeah. Kyle, your turn. Okay. Your goals were 10 Rayquaza, 25 on your hero medal, and 200,000 Stardust. All right, so no, no, yes. 
I didn't get to do any Rayquazas. What? This week. Even not I even did one? Rayquazas. Yeah, not even one. Wow. Um, last Saturday, I uh, was out seeing apartments with my girlfriend. And then we had the entire rest of the day off. And like nobody was responding to raids. No, oh, no. Nobody. And it was just like, guys, come on. It's Saturday. Where is everybody? This is prime pogo weather right now. Was it nice out? I don't even it, remember. It was. I mean, it wasn't like raining or anything like that. It wasn't like 95 degrees. It was It was good enough from what I remember. So, And then like just as we're settling in for the day, we're like three or four get called out. We're just like, no. Not getting, we're not, we're not, nope. putting, yeah, we're that not ship putting, has sailed. Yeah, no, it's not happening. But anything else? I mean, so um, you didn't get your equazes, but did no. you hatch some shinies? Did you catch no, a gibble no, from your I, friend Chris? Or I have got, well, first, I don't, I don't have any eggs hatching this week because I'm not spending, I didn't spend any money until today for the Stardust stuff. But, um, I did some rocket stops, I just didn't do as many as I wanted. I did the Shadow Snorlax one, which I mentioned last week, I hadn't done. And I, I wasn't expecting it to be as easy as it was for me because I'd already had a team of SmackDown Tyranitars selected to do it. So I kind of feel bad given our discussion last week about it. But uh-huh. hey, I, I caught it. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all that matters. Bring it home, right? <laughs> okay, so so we're looking at one win and, and two losses. That's, that's, that's yeah. going to be an F for me, pal. I'm sorry. Man, that's is, all right. That is an F. Okay. All right. Well, for myself, Shiny Rayquaza. No, did not get that. That's a bummer. Uh, 300,000 Stardust. Yes. Did I max my Entei? No, I've been saving my Stardust because I hate it being at like 60K all the time. And then I wanted to get ahead on 500 raids of summer. And I guess I'm technically 0.26 behind because I have 268 <laughs> done and I need 268.26. We could say that I'm like on target, but I I'm, know that I the math you, doesn't. I thought you were ahead this weekend. I was. What I, happened? I did 13 raids on Saturday. Yeah. And then I only got one raid on Sunday. Right. And then yesterday I only had four. And then today I did seven. It's it's rough going. It's rough going out. Here. I, That's why I do the 13 <laughs> days when I can. I, I just want to say that I'm exhausted for you and you're only halfway done. <laughs> It's okay. This Saturday is going to be awesome uh, with Sweet right. Day. You're but right. uh, so I've I've done twenty nine Rayquazas now, and I have not seen any shinies. Well, I mean, you know, got to play the odds. You're, you're getting yeah. getting yeah. to that 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 good chance. Yeah, I was rating with somebody tonight, and that's it's funny that you mentioned that he he's done sixty between two accounts, and he's gotten four, which is like pretty under odds. It's fifth. It's one out of fifth. It's a lot of raids, but you know, I mean, he said he got a shiny and someone's like, yeah, how many raids have you done though? And then he said 60 and then they were like, Oh, and I said, but that's, he's gotten four. That's still, it's one out of 15. That's insane. And nobody seemed phased by that. They're like, Oh, he's done 60. He's earned it. Like what? No, that's, the, that's no, you guys should be upset. Everybody rally with me. <laughs> no, <laughs> People turn out are not that passionate about that. Also, you can't mug somebody and take their shinies. I've learned. Uh, this summer but but yeah no shiny rayquaza yet but i'm convinced that due to this this raiding servitude i've inflicted upon myself that uh i think i'm bound to see one statistically because i'm the month's only half over right i'll probably double the amount that i've done statistically you're you're getting there but i gotta get one i do yeah 
All right. Anyway, um, as far as other updates for 500 Rage of Summer, I also missed one more Pokemon. One got away from me. It was another Rayquaza. <laughs> oh, 97.35% catch rate. I'm just under 3 million experience from raids alone so far. 531 rare candy. Um, yeah, it's uh it's it's getting it's getting good. The data's getting real good. I added some conditional formatting to the Excel sheet. Oh, I showed no. all of my family over the weekend. My mom was just in awe as I was showing her my spreadsheet because she's very good at Excel. She's like, I understand Excel, but Pokemon. Let's move on to the news. Okay, so let's get the first piece out of the way. Turtwig Community Day was was announced. Um, I, for one, am shocked. I never saw this coming. Right. Okay, so Turtwig Community Day, we're not surprised. All right, Chris, when is it then? Sunday, September 15th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. local time globally. Uh, yes, those of you that like to sleep until noon, this is a bummer for you. Yes. Um, but 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. is an interesting time slot because you can like go out and get breakfast and then like walk around for a little bit and then do your community day and then like, you know, hang out, get a late lunch or like, you know, walk around some more. But like the one to one to four community day, you could you could get lunch, go around, walk around and then go get dinner. But it was only one to four because of our time zone. I know, but it, it could have been one to four everywhere. It could have been, but I, you know, it wasn't 11 to two, the time zone, or that was the time period before that one converted to our time zone was one to four, correct? Yes. So they were aiming for 11 to two before as well. I just didn't have it locally. Still don't like it personally. (laughs) It's too early in the morning. Well, okay. And a lot of people agree with you, but a lot of people also are probably like, Great. Finally, like my parents don't let me leave the house after 3.30. If that's the case, I don't, I'm sorry. Um, but <laughs> what also is happening on Community Day for Turtwig? Let me tell you, Turtwig's going to be around a lot more. Yeah, that's a, a key feature of Community Day. Um, lure modules last three hours for the duration of the event. Wow, all these curveballs, you know? Yep. You may encounter a shiny Turtwig if you're lucky. But if you have not seen the Turtwig shiny line, it's great. It's like, um, like blue-green. It's hard to describe. I really like shiny Turtwig. I think shiny Torterra is a little bit less cool, but yeah, I think Turtwig in general is just a superior Pokemon. Um, <laughs> but that's just me. Say it with me. Hmm. Shiny Torterra is green. Green. Oh, he's green. Yes. Yeah, he's yes, just he green. He is just green. Yeah. You see what I'm talking about, though? Isn't the Turtwig cute? Look at him. <laughs> He's all forehead. He's so adorable. I do like I do like the shiny Turtwig. He's real cute. Also, okay, so if you've all the grottled during the event or up to one hour afterwards, you get a Torterra that knows a special move. And what's the special move going to be? Frenzy Plant. Frenzy, frenzy Plant. Yes, sure is. Definitely going to be Frenzy Plant. They haven't announced it for sure, so I suppose we could be wrong. But I'm willing to bet 500 raids that I'm not. <laughs> And then lastly, of course, what is the one rotating special feature for this one? It's the good one. Three times catch Stardust. So uh, while you're catching all your little Aqua Boys, you uh, get three times catch Stardust. Woohoo! Unfortunately, this is going to be after the bonus window that we're currently in right now. What bonus window, you say? Well, it's all part and parcel with this other thing. Suicune Raid Day has been unlocked because we finished the last leg, the third branch 
for Blanche of the special global research challenge, uh, wherein we all had to do a bunch of research tasks. Woo! It was a real nail biter. We almost uh, didn't have it done on the third day of that five day event. Uh, I'm sure. Uh, I do want to point out, though, that it was instinct. That was the last one to cross the finish line yet again by uh, a million and a half research tasks. What, what what do you have to say for yourself, Kyle? All I have to say is that I did four research tasks during that time. So, <laughs> yes, you and everybody else on instinct, apparently. <laughs> Look, OK, when you have a population that is literally one tenth the size of the other teams. So Suikun is going to be available for its raid day on uh, August 17th because we did all the things and everybody came through, including, yes, instinct. Thank you, Kyle, for you and your team's participation, as always. It's going to be from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. local time. It's this Saturday. That's This isn't just some far off Saturday. This is happening in like four days. Now. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. So also we got these Stardust bonuses that are going to be live through the 20th. They actually started a few hours ago at the time of this recording. Blanche's Stardust bonus is live through the 20th. And those things include plus 3000 base Stardust from raids. So if you have a star piece, that's plus 4500 which is sick three times catch stardust two times hatch stardust and of course one hour star pieces i for one am extremely excited for this raid day but i'm very saddened by this raid day at the same time because both of my co-hosts will be unable to attend said raid train with me unfortunately the two of them will be in different different places doing different things ness will be out of country (laughs) so she has a good excuse and kyle will I don't know what you're doing. Uh, my sister's 30th birthday is this yes. weekend. So yes, that is a very going good to excuse. her party. Family thing. Well, have you tried to indoctrinate her into Pokemon Go and made the raid train her birthday party? Uh, I have attempted. I even have attempted. You? I even attempted Wizards Unite because she likes Harry Potter more, oh, but it no. didn't didn't quite work. Okay. Well, I was about to say if you hadn't done those things, you could try harder. But I'm I'm just so impressed now. I don't know what to say. So. Who's excited for Canada? Anybody? Yeah, I mean, Are you I'm, excited excited for Canada? I'm excited for Safari Zones. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Let me let me let me give you some context. Yes. Uh, well, are you excited for Canada in general? Okay, I'm also excited for Canada, but I'm also more excited for Canada because there's going to be a Safari Zone in Montreal. It's going to be when September 20th through the 22nd. Where's it going to be? Okay, I'm going to butcher these. Unless Nest, you you want to try your hand? You're better at reading French than I am. Oh, no. Okay. All right. Park Jean Drapeau, Drapeau on St. Helene Island. There's accents over the E's that did not translate over. Island in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. All right. Ness, you, you do it now. No, please. Please, somebody else. I mean, you, done, you did it as well as I could have done it. Kyle. Drapeau? Is it Drapau? 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 Really? Was that correct? No, I'm just going to roll with it, I guess. <laughs> just roll with the trash reading. Okay, that's fine. So even if you do live in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. All right, so I've got a question. So is so Montreal is the city. Quebec is the province. province. Can, Canada is the country, obviously. Yes. 
okay i i figured it out i was like that seems one name too many except that it makes a lot of sense especially we have to talk about countries um it's ticketed i'm not sure what that means i think you gotta buy a ticket actually that's exactly what that means um features include pokemon that evolve into fast pokemon will appear more frequently in the wild um feature pokemon will be tails the fox sonic the hedgehog knuckles the echidna uh, I'm joking. Unique field research will be available for trainers to complete throughout the day. Uh, cool. It will not be Jirachi because this is a Safari Zone and not a GoFest. So don't go expecting Jirachi, although it should be globally available. Well, soon, I think. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, <laughs> Yanma will spawn more frequently globally. And the featured shiny Pokemon is Yanma. <gasps> Gasp. It's pretty cool. Yes. And featured Pokemon besides Yanma. So the ones that were like on the image include Ninjask, Flygon, Tropius, Ponyta, and Unknown Q. Those Excuse were on the, on. Uh, the banner. Yes. Can you, can you say that regional one more time? It's it's Tropius. Tropius? Mm-hmm. Well, it's, I refuse. I know. I, I used to think it was Tropius. I until refuse. Tro- yeah, you don't say Tropic. You say Tropic. It's Tropius. Trope. Nope. Yeah, but it's not a trope. It's a play on the word tropical. Little known obvious fact uh, <laughs> that it's based off the word trope. I think bananas as a beard gave it away. <laughs> it's still, it's still tropius. <laughs> Swings are big leaves. What a weird Pokemon. Yeah. Tropius? Okay, I can't do this anymore. I'm living to lie. Tropius. <laughs> Let's just, I'll, I'll go back. Even if it's wrong, it's tropius. God, it's so hard. Yeah. Oh, man. <sighs> well. Yeah, so if you're in Canada uh, and you want, you know, the African, it's I think it's Northern Africa is the regional for Tropius. Or I'm not sure. It's in a different continent though, so it's worth getting. So you should grab it. Awesome, cool. That's it for news. Kind of like a short and sweet news section that you know I I managed to make into a not so short and sweet news section. But let's hand over the reins to much more capable hands. I mean, I, I wouldn't say that, but. Take take it away. Take us away on a carpet ride of knowledge. So this week on Gear Up, I just want to do a quick raid guide for Suicune since it's it's coming up rapidly. Four days time from when we're recording mm-hmm. this. So Suicune is a mono water type Pokemon, which means your best bets are going to be grass and electric types. The best counters you can bring against Suicune are going to be Electivire and Raikou with Thundershock and Wild Charge. Quickly followed by Zapdos with Thundershock and Thunderbolt. And then a little bit more obtainable is Roserade with Razor Leaf and Grass Knot. These four are at the, the very top of the time to win for Suicune, but not by a lot. Some good budget options. If you took part in the community days, any of the grass type starters are good choices. Meganium being slightly worse than Sceptile and Venusaur. All of them with Frenzy Plan, of course. And this one I wanted to include because I thought it was pretty great. I don't know how often we're going to be able to suggest this one. Luxray with Spark and Wild Charge. Something to use all of your Shinx candy on. I know everybody is sitting on probably 2,000 of it, maybe more. How many people are sitting on two 100% Luxrays that they have no use for? Yes, exactly. See, there you go. One more budget option. Breloom with Bullet Seed and Grass Knot. So obviously you can't get Grass Knot on Breloom anymore, but if you did get them during the spring event that we had, he's going to be a good option for a budget. 
But even if you don't have any of that, because Suicune is a mono water type, you can get away with just about any grass or electric type in that raid, and you're going to do just fine. Especially because for these raid days, the turnout's usually really high, and I think they, they toned down the difficulty for the raid, so it's it's more yeah, like a four-star raid instead it, of a five-star raid. Yeah, it's scaled to a four-star raid, yes. But other than that, I, I wish everybody luck on getting their their beautiful blue boy on their Suicune raid days. I'm very, I'm very excited. It's going to be great. <laughs> the nice thing's going to be is that it's uh, all local time. So it'll be 4 p.m. local wherever you are, jet-lagged as you will be. So it'll be 4 p.m. local time, but it'll feel like midnight to you. So you can, oh man, you can like go out on the <laughs> Stay town and be like, midnight. Yes. Yes. And then eventually, you know, time, you know, takes, it's, it's, it's nice to you. And you're like, you wake up like, oh, it feels like morning again. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, thanks, Kyle. We appreciate it. I feel well prepared to take down as many water dogs this weekend as possible. And then bring home a couple to both of you. With that, let's hop into what we were missing very much so last week. The Pokalore. So this week we're going to talk about Yanma, the clearwing Pokemon, and Yanmega, the Ogre Darner Pokemon. I did search around while you guys were talking a little bit and geared up, and I could not figure out why it's called the Ogre Darner Pokemon. Um, there's really, there's nothing that says why it's the Ogre Darner. So the um, Darner is, uh, it's the largest and fastest dragonfly in existence. So it's a, okay, so really? it's a large dragonfly mm-hmm. is what it's saying. Yep. It's yeah, a big, it's, fast it's dragonfly. Big dragonfly. It's a okay. huge dragonfly. Interesting. Yanma is a large red dragonfly Pokemon. Compared to its long, thin abdomen, its thorax is short and wide. It has three pairs of two-toed legs and two pairs of wings with red bands on them. A bright green mask marking covers most of its face, and it has two spikes on top of its head. Its blue eyes can see all around its body, allowing it to have a high evasiveness level. The end of Yanma's tail has two flat extensions from the sides and two gray spikes in the center. Yanma is a skillful flyer, and it can make sudden stops, turn in midair, and hover in place by flapping its wings at a high speed. It can also generate shockwaves capable of breaking glass by flapping its wings very fast. Yanma is often found in wooded and swampy areas. It hunts insects for food, which is kind of like cannibalism, using its eyesight to spot and its flight abilities to pursue prey. Yanma is also very territorial, flitting around to guard its territory. Interesting. Hmm. So what? Will, will it like, wait, it hunts other insects, so yeah. like ladybugs and caterpies and other Yanma. <laughs> other Maybe. Yanma. How uh, big is it, though, comparatively? How much of a meal would a scyther be? I mean, Yanma's a, a pretty big Pokemon by itself. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, like, I'm pretty, it's like, it's like two feet long, something, something in it's that big. capacity. It's, it's a, huge. It's a big Pokemon hmm. yeah. for what it is. So Yanmega is a large, as we know the largest, dark green dragonfly Pokemon. Its large eyes are red with black lines that make a sideways T-shape in each one. It has two large white fangs or mandibles next to its small mouth. Its immense jaw power allows it to bite apart foes while flying at a high speed. Each of Yanmega's segments have a red spot on them, while the last tail segment has a black triangular plate. It has two similar plates on the back of its thorax and a third on its head. 
It has four white oval wings with red lips, and there are two smaller white wings on the end of its tail. Yanmega can create shockwaves by beating its wings. These shockwaves are so powerful, they may inflict critical injuries on the foe. Ooh. These wings are powerful enough to carry adult humans. Oh, that's terrifying. <laughs> it's like the Drifloon, but for adults. Oh, no. Uh, uh, that, yeah, I'm okay with a balloon ghost taking me away more than a giant insect. Yanmega also has six thin black legs. Yanmega is very rare in the wild, though it can be found in wooded and swampy areas. So, as oh, far as stats wait, go... Wait, hold on a sec. Okay, so let me get my head around this thing. It can beat its wings. Yep. And Very fast. cause damage. Yeah, fast. Right? And break windows and stuff because Yanna could do that. Yeah, again, fast. And it's big enough yep. uh, to pick up a human. Yeah, adults. I so mean, you like... could be like in your room and then you just like hear something outside and you look out and it's a Yama sitting in your window. Yeah, and, and then it just like beats its wings, it's like breaks and it's like, and it kidnaps you. Yes. Just to put it in perspective, Yen Mega is over six feet long. Okay, Whoa. that's as big as I am. Yeah. Um, so Chris-sized so... Yen Mega sitting outside yeah. of your window. I'm 6'3", so if I laid down, that thing would be it's, as big as I am. It's yeah. actually, yes, exactly. Wow. It's 6'3", I know. It's oh so it's a big boy. Okay. Yeah, Yen Mega is, he's big. Um, so stats-wise, max CP is 29.46. Solid stats for a bug. Uh, he's 239 attack, so pretty strong, coupled with 200 stamina, which really makes Yan mega formidable, but a lackluster 156 defense ensures that he won't be a top-tier pick. Oh, poor Yan mega. Yeah, best moveset is going to be wing attack and aerial ace, which are both flying, or bug bite and bug buzz, which are bug. Is it no. because they have bug in the name? That might be it. I think so. That's the giveaway. Bug uh, bug or bug bug. Also wing and aerial in the flying type moves. Right. Wing yeah. and flying or bug bug. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Anything else on Yanma before we close the book on this bug? Other than it's terrifying? No. It's also really cool. It's a cool looking Pokemon. Terrifying. Terrifyingly Terrifying. awesome. Yes. Much like what you're going to have to keep in mind for this week's pvp section oh no i promise it last week and i didn't realize what a gigantic information dump that this was going to be <laughs> because this month's cup is mirror cup and what's that theme well it's all the themes really mirror cup is a collection of pokemon from the past themed cups so this is kind of a and anything goes sort of situation so in order to get yourself you know acquainted with what you should be building get yourself in the right headspace because a meta for this cup, there really isn't. What there is, is interesting information and conversation about what was good in the previous cups, especially with, you know, the uh, the advent of status moves and other moves being added to pools. So Pokemon that have now since either fallen out of or into the spotlight. So let's take a walk down competitive memory lane and talk about what was good and what still is good from the previous cups as, you know, maybe top contenders for those nice spots in your mirror cup team starting of course with the first cup the boulder cup rock ground steel and fighting types were welcome here uh four shout outs here metacham is killer now if power up punch and ice punch for some nice type coverage metacham did show up in later cups as a knockout uh choice but now with power up punch in boulder cup it would have kicked butt back then as well Secondly, it was king and still is king in a lot of ways. Skarmory is a must-have for your team with Air Slash and Sky Attack. He's pretty budget. You don't even need a second charge. We've got him for him to be viable. 
Third, my boy, Wishcash, with Mudshot, Mudbomb, and Blizzard. Don't count out this small, friendly fish. He's got really strong ground attacks, and Mudbomb spam is no joke. Ask anybody I PvP'd against during this cup. Hydro Cannon Swampert is the newest addition to this group. Uh, Hydro Cannon Swampert basically makes it so that any other ground uh, Pokemon, including Wishcash, is a little bit outclassed. But like I said before, Wishcash had mud and ice type coverage. So it's kind of up to you. Hydro Cannon Swampert is a good choice, though. The next cup is Twilight Cup, and we're looking for typings including Dark, Fairy, Ghost, and Poison. So number one pick, in my opinion, for this cup, and I think what should be on your team, Toxicroak, he's so good. <laughs> he is so good. Poison Jab, also an amazing choice, especially against some of these heavy-duty fairy contenders we've got going on now with Charm as a fast move. Speaking of fairy-type Pokemon, Azumarill is a tanky monster. I bring Bubble, Ice Beam, and Play Rough on mine because I like the Ice-type coverage for Ground-type Pokemon. And finally, the newest addition, like I said before, Gardevoir with her new Charm Quick Move, uh, you know, coupled with Dazzling Gleam and then maybe another choice of a Psychic Move or something else. It's a very, very good choice. Very strong Pokemon. What's the next Cupness? Tempest Cup, which is Electric, Ice, Flag, and Ground. Tropius with Razor Leaf, Leaf Blade, and Aerial Ace. I know that really hurt to say. What a, what Tropius. A, yeah, right? That's why I swore off of it. Right, right. Okay. Togekiss with Charm makes it a good option with flying coverage. Lapras with Ice Shard and Ice Beam or Celio mm. with the same. Yeah, if you don't have the legacy moves, Celio is mm -hmm. a good choice. Mm -hmm. And then Lantern offers some great countering potential with a good bulk. Awesome. What about Kingdom Cup? So Kingdom Cup, which was Ice, Fire, Steel, and Dragon. First one I'm going to recommend is Bastiodon. He's going to be the rock and steel shield that you need. One note, he is a very expensive Pokemon to power up, so yeah. get walking if you haven't already. I know Chris did. Yeah, still walking. Next up is a personal favorite of Ness's, Probopass. My boy. With, with Spark. And lastly, he's going to be Blaziken with Blaze Kick and Blast Burn. It's going to be some decent fire-type coverage if you want to bring that. Yeah, he's an interesting pick. He's not, he's not great. But he's not bad, no matter what the haters might say. <laughs> <laughs> so up next is Nightmare Cup. Creepy. At, yeah, Psychic, yeah. Dark, and Fighting is the first cup we've ever had with only three types. Very interesting. Uh, so we were talking about all these fairy-type Pokemon that kind of came up in meta-relevancy earlier. One of them was Gardevoir. You know, a good counter for those Pokemon, if you've seen them, you know, pop up around, especially in your local group. Metagross is like the go-to fairy counter. Very good Pokemon for that, especially if it knows Meteor Mash. That's what you want. Finding one under 1,500 is really the challenge here. Bronzong with Heavy Slam and Bulldoze kind of speaks for itself. And then Hypno, if you got one laying around that knows Shadow Ball, which is a legacy move. Mm -hmm. That is, uh, that's a strong pick. Let's mm -hmm. just say that. Mm -hmm. What about the next cup, Ness? So that was the Rainbow Cup, which is Grass, Electric, Fire, Water, and Bug. All the rainbow colors, if you didn't catch that. Um, the first recommendation we have is Quagsire, that lovable goofy bean. Um, <laughs> his ground moves are actually really good for all of that. And then Frenzy Plant Venusaur is always a good option to have on your team, too. Yeah, sure is. Circling back to Quagsire, what's really interesting about him is that, so he's water ground, right? Mm -hmm. He's got awesome, awesome typing. But the recommended move set for him is ground moves, but then one of his charge moves is also Stone Edge. Yep. It's 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 quite interesting. But mm -hmm. uh, 
Not as interesting as our most recent cup, uh, Jungle Cup. What did we uh, learn from that one, Kyle? So Jungle Cup was the first cup that let you bring normal types, and it was electric, bug, grass, and normal. And the absolute standout for Jungle Cup was Vigoroth with his really high base stats. Normal typing means he's only weak to fighting. And he can learn fighting moves, so you can really just kind of slap your opponents to death. Yeah. Slap them. Slap them. Next up is going to be Magnazone. He's got um, some pretty good defense against any Electro-types they're going to bring. And the Steel typing just brings all types of resistances. He's always a good option. My personal favorite from this cup was Fortress with Bug Bite and Heavy Slam. Gives uh, fairies and grass types a bad time. And it's just, it's, I love Fortress. He's a fun He's neat. Yeah. It's a cool one. The shiny one's dipped in peanut butter. Who doesn't love that? (laughs) So um, as somebody that's participated in each of these cups, I think the only one I didn't get a chance to really do one in was Rainbow Cup. Um, My top picks from each of these. Uh, Wish Cash is just so good. I know that Swampert is arguably better, um, but I just think that the ground typing is going to take you a lot further. I would I would definitely pick up a Wish Cash if you don't have a good one. You should get one. Azumarill is almost indispensable. Toxicroak is okay. You can go between Toxicroak and Lucario, I suppose. If you have a Tropius, it's a really great Pokemon. If you have a Lapras with the Ice moves, like I would just probably take that. That's enough bulk for you. You're 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 good. Bastidon is tough, but is worth it. And definitely a Vigoroth and or a Fortress. Those are the standouts to me, at least. Are there any one or two Pokemon that you guys would uh, recommend yourself from this list? I think I would also recommend the Bastidon. It's just if you have one, if you can if you can build one, it's so good. And I also like Azumarill because it's, it's so bulky and you can you can level it up really high. So it's, it's an all around good option. That's a killer Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Ness, any suggestions from you? Yeah, I'm going to go with the goofiest Pokemon that I can put together, um, which is going to be Probopass, obviously my favorite. Yes. And then we got to get Quagsire in there for sure. <laughs> okay. And Vigoroth. I like this team. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. I think probably only a shiny Fortress also needs to join. Okay. Just yeah. the four of them. The other two slots are open. You don't even need the... No, you don't. Right. Because your just, opponent would just die laughing. The fortress is so big <laughs> yeah. that he actually takes up three slots. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Little known fact. Uh-huh. So good. Yep. Mm-mm. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for suffering through this PvP section. I hope you feel at least, if, if not prepared, a little bit more knowledgeable about what to expect for Mirror Cup. Or if you're like me, after reading more about Mirror Cup, you know have less of an idea of what to expect. <laughs> anyway i would suggest if you're going to participate that you really do some research but i think the most telling is going to be scoping out your opponent's teams if you have a friend that you you know spar with uh, try to pick their brain what were they thinking what were other pokemon they were thinking about like playing and throwing in and stuff like that hope you guys have the best of luck with your mirror cups and uh let's move on to the pokepole So last week's question was, what other villains would you like to see added to Pokemon Go? What would they do that's different than Team Go Rocket? So both Natasha and Julian said Team Aqua and Team Magma um, and make an interesting story. Fire types can take over for a day and water types can take over for a day. Raid battles for Kyogre and Groudon everywhere. They could base the event from the events in the games. Um, And then also they could rotate the bad guys around depending on the legendary Pokemon and raids. So that would be neat. 
And then, Mikey says bringing back Team Plasma for Gen 5's reveal would be perfect. Unlike Team Go Rocket, I would imagine Team Plasma using nothing but Pokemon introduced in the Unova region, paying homage to the Unova regional decks. Team Plasma lore could also play through the special research and tease the eventual reveal of Black Kyurem. Kyurem? You had it, you had it. Black Kyurem and White Kyurem. Pachirisu says rivals and or gym leaders from the main series games. Gary, Red, etc. with Pokemon that they're known for, like Sabrina's Abra. Ooh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Let us earn those gym badges. Oh, that would be, be really so... neat. I'm dying to do that. I would be so into that, yeah. yeah. And Just the Average Joe says, I'd love to see the Colosseum and Gale of Darkness villains like Mirror B. That would be a good way to prolong the content between generations. Shadow Legendary Takeover Days. Oh, that'd be so much fun. So this week's Pokepole, what other non-legendary Pokemon could use a raid day? Chris, what do you think? Okay, so are we going to give ourselves a rule besides Gibble? Um, I agree. I, I agree. I also think it should be a final evolution, personally, just because that's the trend. But Okay, sounds good to me. All right, cool. So a final evolution. It's not Garchomp. Let's see. Um, I can't. Okay, I can't. I don't want it to be a single form. I really want it to be like a full three-stage family, right? I know we talked about it. Wasn't Alakazam Day like teased a while ago? Was it? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, it was a huge rumor that got a lot mm. of traction and it ended up not being anything. We got Lapras Day, I think, instead or something else. Maybe it was a research day. Either way, neither here nor there. I Let's say, you know what? Let's have them Pidgeot. Okay. okay. Now, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. I think Pidgeot needs a raid day, and I think that Pidgeot should get a raid day if slash when they want to introduce Mega Evolutions. And then they should start with interesting uh, Pokemon that are not like, you know, the three starters, like mm-hmm. a basic Pokemon like Pidgey. Okay. Mega Pidgeot is cool. Mega Pidgeot is not game-breaking. And Mega Pidgeot is accessible. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be good. Okay. Hmm. What about you, Kyle? All right, so this this is a, actually a harder question than I thought it was going to be to answer. Tall boys. <laughs> no. Um, if we don't get a community day for it, I think Flygon might make an interesting Ooh, raid day. Yeah, I think so too. And if we get a community day for Trap Inch, then I'm going to say Walreen because I want to see the shiny sphere line come out. So. Okay. That would be nice. Yeah. Nice. What about you, Ness? Uh, I'm going to go with Wailord because it would be it'd be hilarious to see them at all the gyms all at once. <laughs> <laughs> Every gym's a Wailord. And they're all super oversized and they don't uh, fit. I just like, we already have the shiny, right? Right. Let's mm-hmm. just imagine he doesn't even have a special move. Right. It's, it's a two-stage He's Pokemon. Big. Everybody's got a bunch of them already. I just love the idea of the scene of everybody downtown Chicago running around in a frenzy doing the raid days and stuff. And then, you know, everybody once in a while just stops and it's like, what am I doing? Just whale lords as far as the eye can see. (laughs) I just think it'd be funny. So Cool. I'm down for that. If you, dear listener, have an answer to this week's Pokeball question, which was, again, what other non-legendary Pokemon could use a raid day? You can send it to mail at gocastpodcast.com or answer the questions when we post them on social media, Facebook, Twitter, or if you're a patron in our Discord. We also have it there. But like I mentioned, uh, you know, email's a thing. And uh, we, we got a few emails this week. Email. This first one's from Julius. He says, I'm getting hyped for Gen 5 release sometime between uh, today 
and May because of community days. This is what he's thinking. September should be Turtwig, November Chimchar. And then he says January would be the year in review. May Piplup and May, uh, sorry, March Piplup and May would be Snivy. Did we skip February? I think so. What actually it, it's every other. And December. Every okay. other okay. month is what that makes he's sense, suggesting. Yeah. The, I think his idea is sound. The only thing I would actually move March and May up a month because I think it'll be December. That'll be the all year mm-hmm. instead of yeah. missing. That's what they month. did last year. So he, his point's even better because I think if this is right, if they follow the pattern, Snivy will be even even earlier by a month. Okay. Right. So it'll be in April. So he says, uh, I'm really concerned over the community day thing uh, that this means they will have to rush the release of the next three or maybe more. Uh, he means generations uh, that I hope that they realize Game Freak hasn't finished making new Pokemon games yet. Um, how do you think that this is all going to basically shake out? I think we talked about this a bit last week, Kyle, you and I. We did. We did touch on it, but I think this one's actually a really obvious one in that they're going to stop the pattern that they have because they don't have a choice right so, yeah i think i think that is the answer too um, and i i think i think soon sooner than niantic probably would like community dates are going to have to change because they're running out of pokemon that it makes sense to do community days for they're there's still there's still a list there's still another year and then you know gen 5 adds it's the biggest generation period i think it's bigger than gen one so yeah it's like 180 pokemon yeah, it's it's ridiculous that's what it it's is. really big but mm-hmm. they're definitely gonna have to do something about the every other starter that they've been doing i think so too yeah i think that's just the answer i can't really think of another one it's either they hurry up and they you know rush out these generations which i don't think that they want to do it's not a smart move um yeah they just abandon the pattern right there was last year a double skip I think we did starter, something, Eevee, and then starter. So it it changed the cycle. So they still have that option, obviously, to buy themselves a little more time. Right. But that's just a month. I think something bigger will have to change other than just a month. Be interesting to see what kind of changes they can implement to keep community days alive. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I think they're going to have to change up the formula not only for which Pokemon, but also what is happening during the day. Mm-hmm. I think um, the rotating bonus that, you know, the catch Stardust or the hatch distance decrease or, you know, what have you is great. Um, but I think that's only going to get so far. You need to change those up and make them more lucrative so that more people are interested in coming out for less interesting Pokemon um, or maybe double up on some of those bonuses. I don't know. Well, we'll see. It'll be interesting to see, but you know, it'll be something that will probably happen. Like, <laughs> like Julius is, is suggesting probably like middle of next year, we should have a definite definitive answer to this question. So the next one is from Jolt switch. Kyle, what did Jolt switch have to say? Jolt switch says best way I can think to get a SmackDown to Ranatar without needing to trade would be to hope for a repeat community day in December, like last year for PVP. Some may want to get that Umbreon with last resort as well. This is if Niantic follows suit last year, as of last year. We'll see. I really hope so. It would be such a such a massive mistake on Niantic's yeah, part. Yeah, but do but, they limit it to the ones that were just this year, or do they do them all again, or what? I mean, I think the spawns will be just this year, and the community moves will be all of them. But I think that's I anyways. think that's smart. Yeah. Joel Switch also said, "Didn't realize Meteor Mash Metagross did so well against Snorlax, Snorlax, Dragonite." <laughs> 
I'll need to use my maxed out 100% moving forward. Funny story behind that one. I hatched it a few months before Belding Pinion Day and had a feeling. Sat on it a while through my mass evolutions and completely lucked out when they had Belding Community Day. If I'm right, we may have a repeat of Belden too, as I just hashed my second 100%. Fingers crossed. Nice. What we need to remember with the Team Go Rocket stops, I hate the go part of that. Team Rocket Forever. I agree. Yep. yep. It's, <laughs> it's so yeah. awkward to say. I wish it it's was at strange. the end. Yeah. You get rewards for all the battles you win. PvP has limited rewards, and your Pokemon that compete get healed. To keep the rewards unlimited for Team Rocket... There needs to be that counterbalance of resources required. Otherwise, just free rewards, which, although great, isn't real-world realistic. True. I I agree entirely. That's what I've been saying to people who've been complaining about running out of healing items, personally. Mm -hmm. Love the biome idea with Team Aqua and Team Mamma, Kyle. Thanks. Looking for Trap Pinch? Head to Safari Zone Montreal. Flag on, it's on the event poster. They gotta be there, right? Yeah, I mean, by that logic. I don't know. We'll see. Probably. (laughs) Are they fast? Uh, Trap Inch are not fast. Well. But Flygon is fast. I think. Then you remember that uh, I think Swinub was on the poster for GoFest Chicago, and you're like, wait. Thanks for writing in, uh, Joel Twitch. Appreciate it. Uh, I guess we'll find out if there is Trap Inch or Canada or not in a month's time. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. This next one is from Rob. Ness, what did Rob have to say? Hey, GoCasters. Rob here. Been a crazy 2019 and haven't had the time to think of a good question for you guys lately. I hope you three are doing well. P.S. Ness, I wish you a speedy recovery. Thank you, Rob. So my question for today is about Shiny Charms. Is the original series of Pokemon... In the original series of Pokemon, they're handed out as a reward to trainers for completing that game's Pokedex. It would increase a player's chance to encounter Shiny Pokemon. My question is, do you think Niantic should put the charm into the game? How would they have players earn it? What would be the percentage increase it would be? Also, is it needed? My thought would be to have it as a reward for when players hit level 40. That would be nice. I can't wait to hear your guys' thoughts, and I hope you all have a good week and happy catching. So, Chris, what do you think? Charm or no charm? Uh, My vote is no charm. Really? Yep, no charm. Why no charm? Um, I think that the rate of 450 is already very high. I think there's nice strategic ways for you already to hunt down specific species of Pokemon. Yes, some are more rare than others, but that's literally what this game is built on. Um, In my opinion, I mean, you know, I also am luckier than the average trainer. It's true. Um, So I, I collect some shinies more often. But at the same time, I shiny check a lot more than the average trainer, so... I think the shiny rate is good is basically what I'm saying. I think there are better options and better rewards for level 40. I'm not arguing that we need something other than that because it's weird to get lucky eggs at level 40. Uh, But I think a permanent incubator would be a better choice. Okay. Kyle, what about you? I think I agree with Chris. I don't don't shiny check and shiny hunt as much as he does, but I don't think that we should have any kind of system that gives other players higher odds because then you just make the rest of the players feel worse about it Mm. instead of that one player feeling accomplished for having gotten it done right see i i don't think it would be good for level 40 
um, just because everybody else that's grinding out to 40 is already frustrated enough by trying to get XP all the time. Um, but I think it would be a fun thing to have in the game, kind of like how they introduce Sinnoh Stones, where it can kind of come randomly through, you know, gym stops, uh, battle rewards, where any player has a chance to get one. And then, like, you know, really, really low odds, maybe like 0.5 or 1%, super low. But then is it like single use? Yeah, it would be single okay. use for like, you know, maybe 30 minutes, one hour. Like a shiny incense yeah, sort of thing? Yeah, kind of. And then, you know, all you have a higher chance of shiny Pokemon, maybe like... 25 to 50% catch rate. Okay, I'm I'm definitely on board for that. That would I be like, fun. I, I definitely agree. I like that idea better. See, and then you'd have to be really strategic about it. Like, do you want to use it during community day and cash in all of your shinies? Or do you want to be out and about and just try and get random shinies? Are you going to do it at Safari Zone where there's a whole bunch of new Pokemon? Right. Uh, you're going to wait until you can get to a park. Do, do you need water Pokemon? Then you're going to go down to the lake and then pop it there. Mm -hmm. Wait for the right nest to come into rotation, something like that. I think there's there would be a lot of planning around it. I, Ness, I, I'm in favor of your plan. Thank you. 100%. Thank yes. you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I, I am definitely not in favor of a permanent shiny flat increase. Yeah. I think there's a couple of issues wrong with that because I know a couple of people have pitched that idea in the past. I think the two things that would happen or the two lines of thought that you could have is that if you're going to have it, you don't want to have it for level 40 players like Ness was saying because then everybody else feels like they're missing out. And two, two level 40 is a long road. Yes. And while you should get a reward for it, I don't should think not be that. Yeah, I don't think it seems it seems good on paper, right? Because it's purely cosmetic. Sure. And you're like, sure, whatever. But at the same time, like shiny hunting is definitely a very social thing in this game. Yes. Like somebody being level seven and catching 20 shinies with someone that's level 35 and caught like three because they were kind of more, you know, they were less lucky or whatever. Like they creates a fun experience. And so if you gave them the shiny charm early on in the game, then it would steal one of the prime motivators that they have that's basically just like free hype which is adding shinies to the game so i don't think that they would do that either mm -hmm. so yeah ness definitely your plan 100 percent. gotcha so this last email thanks for the email rob this last email is from max hey guys max here just writing in to let you know about an ambitious slash crazy goal i've been working on crazy Ooh, i'm so on board already after hatching my first riolu i decided to punish myself and okay. make a party of fully leveled lucario <laughs> half a year later I have finally completed the team and attached wow. three screenshots of very strong looking Lucario. Lucario one walked 1000.1 kilometers. Candy uh, was 210 total. Lucario number two, 992.7 kilometers, 200 candy to level that one up. Lucario three, 722.9 kilometers, 201 candy for that one. So total kilometers that they walked just Lucario's for candy. 2715 that's incredible that's a lot total candy generated 611 also Jeez. a lot <sighs> needless I to say can. it was quite a mission after all that i have an interesting pvp team and three very reliable pokemon to use in gyms there you go chris i hope 500 raids of summer is going well ness i hope you've beaten your cold thank you kyle i hope you're having a great day <laughs> nothing <laughs> nothing you. notable for kyle Man, so I'll have a good one just hope that your your you know life is nice doing good you're doing are you doing good are you having I'm, a nice I'm, day i am doing good thank you are you having okay. a nice life kyle have you beaten uh, your you know <laughs> oh um, okay uh well have you have you beaten your coldness yeah uh well getting there i'm not sure if going well is how i would describe family raids of you summer know, it could be going it's, worse it's i'm not maintaining doing poorly it is. sure is it's yep. static 
want to say, Max, you have walked one of these Lucarios almost as much as I've ever walked in this game. In his entire life. Well, yes. So it's quite the achievement. It's incredible. Like, really, Max, good for you. We love this stuff. I, yeah, for sure. I eat it up alive, especially the fact that you, you know, mined out a bunch of data and stuff. Oh, man, this is great. <laughs> Straight into the spreadsheet. Oh. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, thank you for the email, Max. We really appreciate it. If you, dear listener, have an email you'd like to send to us, it could be about anything. It could be about walking your Lucario across the equator or, you know, 15 times in order to get enough candies for your full team. Or it could be your personal goal you have set for yourself. Whatever the case may be, please feel free to send it to mail at gocastpodcast.com. You can also visit our website for more information about the show, 500 Raids of Summer. Or if you want to send us an email through our contact form, you can do that at gocastpodcast.com. And in between their weekly shows, if you haven't had your fill, you can find more of us on Twitter at gocastpodcast and on Facebook. Just search for the GoCast podcast. And if you'd like to be in our patron exclusive discord, you can become a patron by going to Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash GoCast podcast, where as little as one dollar will get you into our discord channel. And just as a reminder, for those of you that are following 500 rates of summer, there is a video going up this weekend. I'm going to put up for a nice little update, but also. Just a reminder that if you guys would like to help support uh, not only the show, but also support the 500 Braids of Summer charity, which is National Park Foundation, for this month, the month of August, we're going to be donating all proceeds from our Patreon page to the National Park Foundation. So if you want to hop in the Discord, but you also want to give money towards you know, the National Park Foundation, that's where the money's going for this week, so for this month so that's a great way to do both at the same time also if you'd like to help support the show non-monetarily please leave us a review wherever it might be shout out to those of you that this past week i see you thank you so much okay cool i've done a lot of talking a lot of rapping the show up i think it's time for goals you think i do i i really do all right so goals kyle what are you going to be doing this week for next week well um i'm not sure how much i'm going to be playing just because of how my schedule pans out and how my my days off are dedicated to other things. But I'm still going to try and get like 500,000 Stardust. That's what I want, because I am going to try and be hatching eggs this week at the very least. Okay. Um, other than that, I just want to maintain my streaks because I'm not sure I might I might miss stuff based on how my week is going. So that's, okay. that's my goal. Those are my two goals. So 500,000 Stardust, then maintain your daily streaks, right? Yes. Okay. Ness, it's actually, I'm going to come back to you because it's not only a weekly goal. You're going to be out of town for a number of weeks. I'm going to be gone. Wow. Okay. So I'll give you a second to ruminate on that. For myself, my goals for this uh, for this week are going to get five shiny Suicune. I want to get one million Stardust, and I want to do 70 raids to completion. So uh, I I think that's doable considering the fact that I plan on doing 23 Suicune on Saturday, maybe some raids prior to that. And then I've been knocking out like, oh, geez, you know, six to eight a day. So should be should be doable. Ness, what about you? It's your turn. All right. So I hit my summer goal, which was 40. That was my end of summer goal. Um, so that's already done. Other than that, I would still like to hit 200 friends. I think I'm 
at around 125 right now. How is that even possible? I know. I've been just adding friends like crazy and I love all of you and this has been really fun for me. So keep it going. Okay. Um, I also want to catch some regional Pokemon while I'm out. So I'm going to be on the other side of the world. So I'll be around Volbeat and Relicanth for some time. Please bring Relicanth home. I I need him. It's so bad. It's so bad. (laughs) I will try. Um, in, in my traversing across the plains, I don't know how much I'll be playing, but if I get a chance, I'll pull open the app and see what I can do. I'm and also that you are playing enough to catch three Relicanth, three Volbeat. I think Volbeat <laughs> would be easier. I've yeah, heard those Vol- are m- yeah. more plentiful than yeah. Relicanth is. Relicanth is even difficult to get in its region is right, what I've heard. Right. I don't know, but yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Right. So yeah, that's those are my Pokemon goals. So for your two and a half weeks away, well three weeks away from the show, two hundred friends and regionals, Relicanth slash Volbeat. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Any any particular raids you want to get like a shiny something? Nope. Okay, that's gonna do it. That's Ness's vacation slash travel goals. You heard it here first, folks, and uh, that wraps it up for us this week. We'll see you guys next week. Well, Kyle and I will see you guys next week post Suicune Raid Day Mm -hmm. for episode 59. Thanks so much for listening. See you then and see you in a few weeks, Ness. Yeah. See you guys later. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye. Bye.